0: This week we review Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. From Tampa, Florida, this is Sunshine State of Mind. Hello and welcome to Sunshine State of Mind, the podcast where we talk about everything fun under the Florida sun. Whether that's the theme parks and local attractions, beaches and hidden gems, events, reviews, reports, and rankings to help you get the most of your time in Florida, whether you're on vacation or a permanent tourist like us. Our website is sunshinestatepodcast.com. Our Twitter handle is at Florida Podcast, and you can email us at contact at sunshinestatepodcast.com.
1: Welcome to Sunshine State of Mind. I'm Shannon. And
0: I'm Andy. Wow! This is it, man. So we've been doing this podcast for about a year and a half now, uh, all over the normal podcast places. But we finally decided to uh, throw this up on YouTube. So if you just yeah. found, if you just found us for the first time today, welcome. Go back and listen to all our old shows.
1: If you're listening to us on your normal. Like iTunes or Google Play or whatever,
0: then you know the drill.
1: Check well, yeah, but also check out YouTube because we're gonna actually add in some video to the YouTube um, experience. Some visual aids yeah. to show you what we're talking about. Because this week we did something that we have been looking forward to for so long. We went to Galaxy's Edge.
0: Finally, the long-awaited Galaxy's Edge at Disney World Hollywood Studios I opened. Uh, I
1: thought it would never happen.
0: It's we've we've
1: been <laughs> kind of talking about it over the past.
0: Year at least since it's been an intro- since it's been well the thing built. that
1: i was saying too is like I feel like we. I think we said last week that I feel like we're like the last people to see it, but <laughs> we're totally not. Like, I mean, I know we're some of the first people to see it because like the whole world still wants to see it. But I mean, I guess in like the podcasting world and the YouTubing world, it seemed like everybody had seen it except us. In the grand scheme
0: so, of things, we're like we're still one of we're the first. We're still people. pretty. We're
1: pretty early. We in have game.
0: Floor, we have the Florida resident season passes, and it feels like everybody who had like the more expensive, like the the high roller passes, yeah, got yeah, invited. Yeah, But we have the. We're on a
1: budget. We have
0: the cheap. <laughs> You know, Florida resident blackout As person. As you can tell has. by
1: our our little home set here. Little, uh, <laughs> do you like our set? We spent dozens of dollars on this. <laughs> uh. That's right. So, um, so anyway, so we did that this weekend twice
0: we went okay we didn't go opening day because we're not that crazy and i'm so
1: glad we didn't
0: well when it opened up we saw that the ride millennium falcon smugglers run had a 300 minute wait yep we saw pictures of it just looking like wall to wall crazy packed with people by the time it opened up at 6 a.m yes so we decided i
1: saw one guy had like a um I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was photos or video, but he had video. uh, It was dark outside, so and it was just miles of people waiting to get in, and it was just like a mass of humanity moving in. It did look fun. And that's totally what I imagined it was going to be like.
0: I thought it was going to be like that on Friday, too. I did, too. So we went on
1: Friday, the Friday after it opened, and it was like... A ghost town. I mean, granted, we didn't get there right when it opened. We got there at like, we got there late. We got there at like 6.30. We got there at
0: 6.30. <laughs> we got up but, at the butt crack um, of dawn. We live in the Tampa area. We got up really, yeah. really early. We drove over there. We got there at 6.30. Early
1: for us. <laughs> early for us.
0: We're, we're night owls. <laughs> we're we're n- not yeah. we're not morning people. We're not morning people. But we, at least I'm I'm sure not. So we decided to get up, get out there as early as we could, <laughs> 6.30. And I thought we were going to be dealing with a madhouse.
1: Yeah. And it was like, we we're walking in. I have a picture, actually, that I, I'll add in right here. Okay that, um, of us as we're approaching. It was funny. Andy had like an actual... Like I mean I don't I don't mean an actual funny joke. You, I'm actually you're funny, funny now and then. You're funny all the time, but I mean like you know when you're when you're married and you've been together for a long time, it's not as often that you're like laughing out loud at something someone says. But um, we are walking into that like big entrance over by Muppet Vision. Right. Where... It's, it's
0: between the uh, if you haven't been yet or you don't know where it is. If you know where Muppet Vision is, the entrance to uh, Galaxy's yeah. Edge is to the right of that.
1: that. So that's where we're entering through, and we're walking. And there's I mean maybe. Fifteen people. There was around? very few people. I mean, there. it was so like I mean, I, you're, I'm going to post the picture and, and you're going to be like, no, there. You're going to count. And there was 25 or something, but but there wasn't a lot of people. Way and, less
0: than we were expecting. And it
1: was so funny. There's like um, all these cast members along the way, and they're um, they're like, you know, welcome travelers. That's their yeah, big thing. is they right. say, welcome you're traveler. travelers. You're a traveler. Um, and Andy looks at one of them and says, "This is the way to Muppet Vision, right? Muppet Vision 3D, <laughs> right?" He
0: goes, "Yep, right over here." And it, it, made, really it made me think, I want. It, the, the park was already open for about 30 minutes at that point, and you were looking at the little FastPass app, and you could see uh, Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster, five-minute wait. Yeah. Tower Terror, five-minute wait. Yeah. Slinky Dog, five-minute wait. Because everybody was at Galaxy's Edge, and there wasn't even that many people in the park. But no, we walked through, and I was really surprised. It, it did get a little more crowded as the day went on. When we got it did. when we got there. Um, They told us that the Millennium Falcon ride, Smuggler's Run, was a 105-minute wait, I want to say, at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. So we explored a little bit. One thing I was surprised by was that they – and it's actually a cool surprise, a pleasant surprise – they kind of hide the Millennium Falcon way in the back.
1: Yeah, you have to kind of like, it's like I'm um, winding your way through the land and it's it's set in, if you don't know, it's set in Batu. Batu,
0: which is a fictional planet. Well, yeah. all of the planets are fictional in Star Wars, right? Unless <laughs> yeah. Hoth is real. Unlike,
1: unlike Tatooine. <laughs> unlike Tatooine's um. real. I can see it on my solar system. Man.
0: No, it's, but, yeah. it's, it's, it's not in any of the movies, so they sort of, I guess they take a little creative license and they can do whatever they want with yeah. it.
1: Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's so well done. It's so, it looks exactly like a Star Wars. Like the original, Original Star Wars, too. Not like the... I mean, not to get into the prequels and stuff like that, but you know how the prequels had a very different look to it than the original it feels, Star Wars. It feels
0: like the original trilogy or the newer ones. Or the newer ones, yeah.
1: right. So, um, oh, my computer is telling me to the restart, restart now, now. to stay now. supported. That's, okay. That would be a bad idea. Um, so anyway, go on.
0: Yeah, you walk through there. Let's... Let's kind of take a take a little tour as our our impressions as we first walked in. Are you still recording? Yeah. Okay, because your computer did a thing. I know. So we uh, you walk in, and I was expecting to see the Millennium Falcon right there. I was expecting it to be like this great grand entrance, this gr- crazy first impression when you walk in. But you first walk in, and it kind of—it's a little subtle. You see some ships off to the left yeah. and the right, some X-wings, some, some speeders.
1: T- also, some like garbage. Like I mean, that sounds horrible, but like you know, by garbage I mean like some disassembled droids, kind of like it's here and there. Very well. And, thi- it looks yeah. aged. It looks aged. It's it kind does. of. It
0: looks like a cross. It's Batuu, which is a planet that's not really any of the it, movies or shows to my knowledge. It
1: has like um like blaster shots in the walls and. You know, different different things everywhere. I mean, it's like there's so much to see.
0: We walked in, we saw Chewbacca dealing with some some crowds. We saw Ray or a, a cast member dressed as Ray, and people were hanging out and taking pictures. Then I
1: don't think I saw a cast member dressed as Ray. Yeah,
0: Ray was hanging out with Chewbacca right at the front.
1: Oh, I saw Chewbacca. I didn't see Ray. And Maybe. you,
0: and then Chewbacca went off to like pretend he was like fixing some stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I saw him getting very irritated with something, and he was like pushing some buttons, and then he started smacking it like Chewbacca does. Yeah, but, he
0: was like getting... Um,
1: all... Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So we're walking through.
0: We're kind of taking in the sides. We're looking around. Like this is really, really cool. We're seeing like old speeder parts, droids. The garbage cans look like droids. They do.
1: Cast it's me- all done so. All well. the
0: cast members are like in super, super character. People will walk up to you. Yeah. They're They're not. They're not like ride. They're not cast members where they're like working on a ride or a. Well, or, uh, some
1: of them are. So, like, well, the the ones that are on the ride are there to help you. And there are people there, too, like, that are, you know, um, can I help you find something? You know, they're... And you're but, always a
0: traveler. But
1: they're still, like, you know, in the land. But then there are, like... In plants, plants, plants,
0: Plants. not in plants. Cast (laughs) members who aren't like characters for movie, but they'll run up to you and go, Hey, have you seen any of those bucket heads running around here? Yeah, and then they'll like pretend they're scared. Are you guys a part of the resistance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. are you good with a lightsaber? And they'll just walk up to you and kind of be in character. Yeah, and they'll walk up and they'll like talk to you and they'll look around like suspiciously and they'll see stormtroopers walking around and then they'll be like, Oh, I gotta go. And then stormtroopers will come walking through the area and they'll be like, This area is under the watch of the First Order. Yeah, um, awesome. It's really, really neat, and I guess the I first thought that the stormtroopers and they're just walking around and kind of like being treating you like you're yeah. suspicious and pointing right, at right, you right. And
1: keep I, walking, citizen. Keep walking,
0: citizen. <laughs> and uh, I first thought that the stormtroopers had a bunch of pre-recorded f- uh, phrases. Yeah, It would hit a button and then it would say, but I, uh, I guess not because right now, as we record this, it's Monday, it's Labor Day, and uh, we're not really going to spend any time talking about. It, but there's a hurricane. We've been under like a hurricane yeah. watch basically for the last week, right? And a couple of the stormtroopers were up top looking down at us, and they said, "I heard, overheard some of the citizens talking about some sort of weather warning." And I'm like, "Well, that's <laughs> pretty, uh yeah, pretty on the nose." That's funny. One stormtrooper, he, point- I mean, not funny. He but pointed I mean- right at me. I'm shooting up. I'm got my camera, and I'm pointing up at him, and he points right at me. And he goes, "You, I know what you're up to." And he turns to the other stormtrooper. He goes. Find out what he's up to. I was like, that's <laughs> hilarious. There's these huge... Did you hear the speakers that are kind of buried behind the mountains and things that...
1: Yeah, of like ships taking off yeah, and stuff. So yeah, so you'll hear this yeah, huge... Like cool. Imagine
0: Dolby 5.1 surround sound like on steroids. Yeah. So yeah. you'll be standing there just walking around and you'll hear this... Like ship flying across the entire
1: yeah and it's it really sounds like it too bland, it's, like yeah. it, you look up expecting to see something flying overhead
0: it's crazy it's yeah. really crazy even i wanted to show you this this was something neat even the you might have seen the blue drinks and the the blue milk yeah. the green mm-hmm. milk that's themed the food is all themed like there's a place called i think it's Rontu to roasters where there's okay. this droid spinning like some kind of
1: yeah, some like giant space pig. Space cow thing. Sp- yeah, space pig head. And he's head.
0: roasting it on a like a Spit. speeder. Yeah, but the engine is like an engine is cooking it.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. And you're
0: it's like an old speeder uh, speeder or some kind of ship engine is cooking oh, that's the, funny. the meat. And it's in a restaurant, so you can kind of smell food. And one thing that I just loved, and people are grabbing these and collecting these, is the Coke. Coke bottles everywhere are yeah. themed... Like these um, thermal detonators. detonators. So everywhere they've got Coke, they've got Sprite, Diet Coke. So people were buying these and uh, hanging out with them as souvenirs or drinking from them or whatever. They're cool. Now, one thing I thought was completely ridiculous was the TSA sent out (laughs) a a, like a news release saying that these are not going to be allowed on planes they said that even any sort of
1: but then it got canceled it did
0: get canceled they thought that even a, a explosive that's a fake or a a, re- a replica explosive is not allowed on a plane. It's a little over the top. And, I'm like, this is a replica of, like, a fictional explosive. Well, and
1: yeah. And it's wrapped in coke.
0: It's wrapped in coke and <laughs> coke, uh, I mean, paraphernalia. I or guess whatever. if it's full of liquid like this, you can't bring it down a plane anyway. But if it's don't, empty. Don't shake it. Uh, I feel like it's
1: going to explode. It's going to explode. It's a thermal detonator.
0: <laughs> it might explode. But then they went ahead and receded that, or rescinded that, I should say. Reseded, yeah. Um, rescinded that. And they said, okay, guys, yeah, we're stupid. You can bring your empty. Thermal detonator coke bottles on the plane.
1: <laughs> well, I I had um, a friend from work actually text me and say, um, I wonder if it's a Disney um, like um, publicity stunt kind of thing. Oh yeah, tell the uh, people, hey
0: guys, these are gonna be banned on planes. You can't bring right, them. Right. Oh, we better hoard them. We better buy them all. But uh, but no, it wasn't. And they went and rescinded that now. We were just talking about the, the weather warning that the stormtrooper mentioned. I heard those citizens talking about some kind of weather warning. Yeah. I wonder if the fact that there was kind of a perfect storm of stuff that happened this weekend. Perfect that m- storm. Maybe a perfect no storm. Hopefully it's not a perfect storm. As of right now, while we're recording this, it's looking like it might run up the coast and not hit Florida. But uh,
1: yeah, we're hoping it doesn't because it's, it's a scary storm right when now. When
0: we were there, though, Orlando was... Definitely within the cone, and I'm wondering if it was a combination of a lot of people saying, you know what, it's going to be super crowded, we're not going to go the first weekend, and waiting a few weeks to show up and check it out, plus the storm... Might have made people cancel plans because the day it opened, it was crazy, but they, we were there. I
1: think it was, the, it I think bad. maybe it was the storm because the storm kind of like all the big craziness about the storm kind of started on Thursday and Friday. So people I think people in Orlando were, I think that food I think a and, lot of it has to do with the storm. Um, but it is very, very surprisingly quiet there right now. I, I wouldn't I... say
0: quiet. Co- it's definitely busy, but it's like it was no more busy than uh, Toy Story to Land. Compared to what you would
1: expect, though. No, I, it was way busy. I mean, way less busy than Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land had like, like... 300 hour 300 minute waits and stuff like that. And the first day it did, but then second day it was 90 minutes, 105 minutes. Even still, today it's like 90 minutes.
0: I'd say it's on par with Pandora when it opened. It's still busy, but it's but the thing is it's a big area. I disagree. It's, <laughs> yeah, because that's typical. Well, it, well because it's a, it's a large like if you area. look at
1: if you look at Pandora right now, Pandora typically has 120 to 130 minute wait right now. And how long has Pandora been open? A year and a half. At least
0: yeah, two years to um, two years. I want to say.
1: But Galaxy's Edge or Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run has a 90-minute wait. I mean, at one point the other night when we were there, it had a 70-minute wait. And that's, I know, an hour, a little over an hour for a ride seems ridiculous to some people, but but that's not, that's not bad at all.
0: Well, we're not in summer anymore, so it's all the summertime vacation kids aren't here. There was a hurricane kind of thing yeah. that was coming, and maybe people were scared off. I remember when... I don't remember because I wasn't there, but I guess the story (laughs) goes when Disneyland first opened in California, maybe Disney World too, maybe the one in Florida, the very first day, nobody came because they thought it was going to be too busy. And so the second day, everybody was there. Huh. But the first day here, it was crowded. (laughs) The second day, it was busy. Maybe people were waiting. I don't know. Um,
1: But I I was just, it was so cool to be there. I will say it was really hot.
0: It was very hot the first day. And
1: it's like. I, I, it was the kind of thing where I was walking around and they have this, um, you know, they have the Disney play app that they have interactive elements throughout the park and the, with throughout Galaxy's Edge, apparently there's different things that you can do to like interact with doors and like antenna and different things that you can do. So, I wanted to do some of that stuff, but it was so flippin' hot that like I was like, I yeah, can't. you you
0: lose patience with yeah, trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, you do. You get
1: so hot, and you're like, I got okay, I got to get inside to somewhere. Similar um,
0: similar feeling to the Harry Potter stuff where you wave the wand and the windows do. Yeah, but, but you're not, you don't have to buy. Not as cool because you don't have, you don't have a th- wand. <laughs> well, you also don't have to buy a wand for thirty bucks. Or I know, they are.
1: I know, but I mean, there's something first of all you don't have to buy the wand but if you want to do the interactive stuff um you get the wand you know you do the you can you actually do spell and they can they're like reading the way that you do things sure. i think i mean that's that's next level interactive i think we're
0: here there's an app that you just download and you can interact with stuff. yeah and
1: you play like a little game and then it turns an antenna on or whatever you know keeping, I mean,
0: keeping with the theming they don't call it Go To your iPhone and download the app, they call it use your data pad, yeah. Your to, data pad, your data pad, yeah. And whenever you buy something, you're not using dollars, you're using credits
1: unit. Oh, credits, credits. Because when I
0: bought this Coke,
1: it was uh, 18 credits, the sprite. Well, it wasn't 18 <laughs>
0: credits for one, it was six credits and six dollars. And they said, That'll be six credits, please. Like, oh, yeah, so they're, in, they're in theming.
1: Well, it was 18 because <laughs> you bought three at a time. I wonder what the uh, I wonder what because the... they have a sprite, a Diet Coke, and a Coke. Um, I don't know if you can see all of them. wonder what the exchange
0: rate is, dollars to credits.
1: This is the Diet Coke one. I pesos to credits. The Coke one, right, and the Sprite. Funny but. thing is,
0: the Coke one is the most iconic-looking one, but I think the Diet Coke is the coolest-looking well, one. Well, the
1: Diet Coke is cool because it's all gray without just a stripe of red. And, you know, when you think of a thermal detonator, because, you know, they're real. Because I think of um, them all the time. <laughs> you, I would think of something gray. Like, most military-grade, like, explosives are gray, you know? So I think that's why the Diet Coke one looks so much more like a a thermal detonator, it's but just,
0: it's the neatest looking one.
1: Um. So anyway, so Smuggler's Run.
0: Let's talk about the ride. So yeah. the cool thing is that they keep this kind of in the back. So we were walking through the park, and I was looking. Oh, where's the Millennium Falcon? I couldn't wait to see it. And we turn, and it, it's hidden way in the back of the of the yeah. land, which I really like. And the land is huge. I want to say I read some sort of. I saw a map that it said it's, huge. it's the same size as both Harry Potter lands at each Universal Park. And Pandora together, all three of those. It just keeps
1: on going too. Like you're wandering back in there, and maybe
0: that's why I didn't feel quite as crowded as it could have because it's a lot of space. people yeah. aren't piled on top of each other. Like Diagon Alley at Hollywood, uh, not Hollywood Studios, at Universal Studios can be crowded because it's yeah. fairly and, compact.
1: Well, and because um, everyone's kind of in that one hallway, everyone's looking up to see the dragon is fire. looking at a, a dragon. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. blowing, you know, blowing fire. So anyway. Go
0: on. Yeah, there isn't that one spot. Now, the area near the Millennium Falcon, now once you finally get back there and turn that corner, that's like this aww moment. Yeah. And and it's, it's so it, cool it, to it's see It's nearly
1: impossible to get a picture of the Millennium Falcon and yourself without 800 million people Right. It, it's going to
0: be like, yeah, if you want a picture of the Millennium Falcon all by itself, you have to be a cast member to get there before <laughs> yeah. the park opens because <laughs> right. you just there's going to be a thousand, it's not people gonna happen. In, a thousand people in your shop, which is cool, but it's so neat to see. It is life-size Millennium Falcon is right in front of you. It's yeah. All your childhood dreams come true, and it's standing there oh. right in front of you. If
1: you're a, you know,
0: if, if you, you're a nerd if you like me,
1: well, or if you, I don't think it's most women's childhood dream. I you think you're pretty you, impressed. If you, I was impressed, absolutely, but I, it was very cool. But I think the Millennium Falcon was something that uh, more of a boyhood thing. It's pretty know? cool,
0: and there's it. It launches like uh, steam out from underneath it. It's just water vapor. It's like water, water steam that shoots out every now and then. It looks like it's no, oh, blowing exhaust. You don't
1: know this because we were watching tim tracker who's one of our favorite youtubers shout out tim tracker um we were watching tim tracker this morning and he was showing us that um it's part of the app so when that water the it's like water vapor but it looks like it's smoke coming out of the millennium falcon so you know how like sometimes in the movies like smoke comes out after they land or whatever the base of the millennium yeah it looks just like that it was water vapor but it looked like that smoke and and it was Tim Tracker did it in the video. Like he's like, watch this, those people are right by and I'm gonna turn on a water vapor and he did it with Indeed. the app. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't so know that. yeah, you can do that. That's one of the interactive so things apparently. When
0: we go back, I gotta download the app because I didn't know that you could do that. I knew there yeah. was interactive stuff, but I didn't know you could do that. I right. just thought it was like randomly firing off.
1: No, no, That's no! Really it's really cool. Not. So we so we got in line, and we got in line for the you know for the first time we got in the long line because there's also a single rider line.
0: Now they and they said 105 minutes. when We got in. It went. It wasn't 105 minutes. It was, I think I didn't keep. A, I didn't th- keep I didn't track. keep time, but it felt like it went pretty quick. I want to say it was about an hour. Now I don't know. I don't you know. got in when it was 105 minutes. I went ahead and shot some video and pictures and came back and met yeah. you. Then the line said 90 minutes. Yeah. So second day open, uh, granted it was 7 o'clock in the morning, but it was 90 minutes. Later still. in the day, though, I never saw it go up. No, it never maybe went. Maybe 105 minutes, 120 minutes, which is still a really long line. But right. when, when Avatar opened up, it was like four-hour wait for like at least the first month.
1: Right. Yeah. It was... Um... Yeah, I was surprised that how short the way was, but so we get in line. The whole thing is very well themed. You're going through like basically what looks like um like a, a
0: space garage, a
1: space shop, yeah, yeah, like a shop that they're working on spaceships and stuff like that. And um you're kind of making your way through, and there's somebody named Hondo. I don't know if Hondo Hondo
0: Okana. Now I Onaka. I mean, um I Onaka. get. I've never seen the Clone Wars. Uh, show the TV show the Clone Is he Wars. In that? I guess he's a character from that. Okay, I thought he was just some dude they I made know. up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I I, know. I've i only seen all the movies. I've never seen the Clone Wars, so I've heard it's good. I've never seen it, but he's he's in that. And he, you once you make it through the line, he gives you a mission. He's like some space yeah. pirate, and he goes. He gives you the whole spiel, tells you what you're gonna do.
1: I, it's interesting that they chose him and not like Chewie.
0: You know. Well Chewie's in it. He kind of shows up in in it your, very briefly. He shows up on your screen and you hear him a little bit.
1: Yeah. I but I you know, like it's like Hondo's saying something like, Um, you know, just don't mess up the millennium hour, you know, don't don't, don't damage the ship too yeah, bad. Don't damage the ship, and then you hear Chewie go, "Yeah, you know, like not in wow. the Chewie yeah. voice." Yep. um So anyway, so you go through, and then he gives I'm you sure the spiel. you've heard about all of this before, but he, he gives you a spiel, and then you get in. We go into like this room where the it's like the chess room, right? Well, where... before
0: the chess room, you go ahead. You, earlier, I want to mention the one thing before you get into the little chess table room. Yeah, they ask you how many are in your group, and there's those. Classic doors that speed, and you know they open and close oh, real yeah, fast. I forgot about that. Oh, no, oh, no, it does that. Yeah, so before it's you, very fast. Before you go into that room, you you get to see one of those like sliding, crazy fast doors that make that classic Star Wars noise. Yeah. And I remember looking at you and you looked at me and were like, oh, that was really cool. Just <laughs> yeah, seeing see the door fly open <laughs> yeah, and close. it was.
1: Because it was one of those really fast doors where you're like, in the movies, you're like, man, somebody's going to get their arm chopped right, off with that right.
0: thing. It was neat. It, it was, was very, very cool. well themed. Yeah. And so you walk through there, they ask you how many are in your party Yep, and they hand you a little ticket. And the ticket tells you what you're, what do they call it? It was not a, they didn't call it a ticket, like your boarding pass or something. Yeah, I, I forget. I can't remember. But they give you a little ticket, and it's got a different color, and the color is the group you're in, and then each it's one. It's kind
1: of like Spaceship Earth, because Spaceship Earth, not Spaceship not, Earth. A Mission Space. Mission Space. Mission Space. They give you like a little ticket that tells you your role and stuff.
0: You can be like... the pilot, a gunner, or the engineer, and yep. there's six people per party. Yep. And then you enter this little room that is... A drop dead perfect replica, replica of the inside of the Millennium Falcon. You yeah. see that little chest table room. Yep. You're looking around, you're seeing little artifacts. You remember that little thing that Luke was fighting when he was training, that little orb yeah. thing that was flying around. You see that sitting in the yep, corner. That was there. At one point we're hanging out and the Millennium the Millennium Falcon siren starts going off with like this red light starts flashing wah, wah, wah and one of the cast members goes someone hit that thing and they had to go over there and hit a button to like release the pressure or something but what and- you
1: don't know is that I saw the I was over because I think that was during one of the times when we were a single writer because we went on a couple times Um, so I that was one of the times where um, we were separated because you were in a different party than me and I was like on one side of the room and I saw a cast member come over and talk to another cast member and she goes hit that button over there, and she goes. Well, the other girl's like, "What?" And she's like, "That button right there, because there was a girl in your group that was having a temper tantrum." Oh and yes, there so was. She yes, was like I don't know, maybe five little girl. Six. What she didn't
0: want to be a gunner; and she wanted to be the pilot. She wanted I to get be it. a
1: pilot. She was throwing a t- temper tantrum, screaming at the top of her lungs, and it's a relatively small space, so it was kind of loud um so this cast member comes comes over and she's like hey hit that button to another cast member and i don't know if that other cast member didn't realize but she's like wait what this one you know and then she hits the button and then that that siren goes off so it's something that they have to trigger and it may be like a distractor or you know or just every once in a while kind of like Take everyone's mind
0: off the kid that's throwing the temper tantrum.
1: Well, that's that was the. Goal I thought of maybe that. it was one of those
0: interactive things, like you use your data pad. And that would, would be cool yeah. if it
1: was, but no i saw I saw the cast members like discussing turning that on before <laughs> to, it was so. to distract
0: everyone from the kid. Yeah,
1: yeah. So anyway, but um, so then you go into like various hallways that lead you to the mm-hmm. cockpit. The cockpit, and this is
0: what I loved about this. So so far, it is similar to. Uh, you said spaceship, not spaceship Earth, mission space. Yeah, it's a little bit of a cross between mission space and uh, Star Tours. A yes. little bit. This ride, because you get a job to do. Mm-hmm. You go into the cockpit, and what I loved about this is that you're not in like a huge group. You're only with a group of maybe you're six people. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's
1: six people. <laughs> so it feels like
0: a kind of a personal, intimate experience. You go into the cockpit. You're in there. Yeah. And it's like this perfect replica of the Millennium Falcon cockpit. You sit down, you have to wear a little seatbelt, and then the ride begins, and it's this...
1: So, like Andy said, there's there's three different roles. There's a pilot, the gunner, and the engineer. The pilot is... There's two different pilots. There's a pilot that goes um, up and down. So, you know, basically...
0: Up and down, and then then left and right. Moves
1: the plane, or the Falcon, up and down, and then left and right for steering. Um, The gunners are... um, what do they sound like? They're you the got gunners you're <laughs> shooting at the tie fighters. <laughs> the yeah, and then the engineers are the ones in the back, and they're the ones that fix everything. And um, you're hitting.
0: There's all these buttons. All these that you're buttons hitting, that and... you have to
1: hit, and you have to hit them in a timely manner. And at the end, you get a percentage of how accurate you were. So it's
0: a score game, like yeah. like a lot of shoot- like, it's a shooter game mixed yeah, like with a
1: Buzz Lightyear or you know the Toy Story, and in the same way, you're trying to get a high score. So. Um, so, depending on it, and you said you saw, like, online people already giving tips and stuff how to... There's
0: already, like, tips on how, how to be really do good, good at it.
1: Better. But, um, like, engineer, I think, is the easiest of all. You don't have a lot to
0: do as an engineer, and you're in the back. I don't
1: know. I kind of liked engineer because it's very satisfying. So, engineer, the buttons light up, and when the buttons light up, you... you um. Press the button, and if you don't do it in timely manner, then you lose your percentage ranking, and then you also like send off these uh, or these harpoons. Yeah, you're,
0: the, the the whole mission or whatever it revolves around stealing something called coaxium from yeah. a space train. Yeah. So you're flying through asteroids, and then you're flying through like this. Kind of reminds me of that,
1: like a tunnel, like
0: that, yeah, like that canyon scene from uh, the the first Star Wars. You're flying through something like that, yeah, and the pilots are trying to maneuver through it. And I hear people complaining that the Millennium Falcon kind of steers like a boat. So when you're going oh. up and left, I've it's... never
1: been a pilot, so I don't know. Like the kid, the one time we all did it together without doing single rider, the kids were pilots. Yeah, and that was, and they're running into, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, people say it steers like a boat, like it's not the most. Uh, it doesn't have the greatest reaction time yeah it's not right but but here's the thing I feel like maybe they did that on purpose because it wouldn't be as much fun if you weren't like banging into stuff all the time because you're actually hitting the walls and you're hitting asteroids and you're running into things and whenever you're doing this the entire cockpit is shaking and banging and you're getting hit around and it's a fairly rough ride it's not like it's very bumpy it doesn't it doesn't have the g-forces like mission space it doesn't make you feel motion sick like that no 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 not at all but it's bumpy and rocky and every time you're getting hit with something you're getting you feel yourself taking
1: off and. you, like, lean back when you go into light speed, yeah. You go into light and speed, stuff. and
0: the pilot has to do it. The pilot yeah. has to hit that little, that little uh lever, lever or that little <laughs> gear, and then yeah. you go into light speed. It's so neat, and then you actually feel yourself getting sucked back into the seat, yeah.
1: But not so cool. much that it makes you sick, no, like, no, it's, it's just not like, a like lean back it's kind not of thing. like mission
0: space, it's, no. it's more like, more it's, like it's uh,
1: pretty, I mean, Star it's, it's pretty bumpy. But like you said, yeah, I would compare it more to Star Tours than anything else. Because but Star way, Tours can be a little bumpy, but it's not aggressive. But way
0: more. I think it's even more immersive than Star Tours. It's not in 3D. Yeah, I agree. But it's got this wraparound dome screen that you're looking at. Well, and
1: you feel like you're in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon. It's so I mean, it's, it's so, so cool. It so feels exactly like that.
0: So, And if you come out, one yeah. thing to notice, when you first walk in, look to your left. It, was, it might be on your right, depending on which side you go in. There's like two... Tabs. Yeah, it's two different. There's like some cargo and things laying in the hallway. It's kind of neatly laid there. And then when you come off, it's all spilled and opened oh, up.
1: Oh, I think I heard about that, but I didn't notice it. Like I, I noticed, I didn't notice it at first. I was just kind of so into the ride. But I did notice, like on the second or third time that we went, how many times did we ride it?
0: We went on it three times. Three this times. Weekend. Okay. Yeah. So the
1: second time, um, I didn't first and second time I didn't notice it, but then our son was like, you have to look afterward when you're leaving. There's like lights flickering and all this different stuff. Like, like the, Millennium Falcon's like beat up, you know, it's having problems because of the ride that you just gave. Yeah. So, um, so I noticed that, yeah, after as I was leaving, I did notice like lights were flickering and like there was some like short circuiting things happening. It's over really here. neat, yeah. Um, but I didn't notice that things were knocked over. You'll see
0: like some that's little, so cool, yeah, like some luggage, some Millennium Falcon space luggage is so knocked y- around. You
1: must be, you're obviously, and I, sh- I know this, but you're obviously exiting a different exit than what you right. entered. So
0: And what's really great is I love when you exit, you're with your group of six people and you're with your group of six people through all these hallways kind of alone. There's not you're not leaving with a massive amount of people like you do in most rides.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: And so it just kind of feels like you are with this little group of people. It's kind yeah. of neat. Like you feel like you just rode the Millennium Falcon with By with five other yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Even though from what I understand I the best the best I could see was that there's seven cockpits or seven different Millennium Falcon cockpits. It feels like there's more than that. I think there are eight just I,
1: based on just based on the single rider line. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday, but there's, so there's two different paths you can take for single rider lines that lead you to two different, um, chess rooms. Basically. That's what we call the chess room where you play, where they play chess in the Millennium Falcon. Um, and then from there, there's two different hallways that then lead to two different doors that have cockpits on them. So yep. I think that there's eight, but you read somewhere seven. I so read it, seven, but I could that, be wrong. That might be Disneyland. But my guess, my guess in is California.
0: eight. California, yeah. So we went on it three times. The first time we waited in the full line because we wanted to ride as a family, all four of us together. Yeah. Uh, you and I were gunners, the kids were pilots, pilots and then some random, some random people, people in the background they engineers. they
1: were like single riders. We
0: went on, it, t- it said 105 minutes, I think I just said it took, it felt like it was about an hour, it wasn't quite that. Then we got in the single rider line, there is no fast pass for this yet, there right. is a fast pass station there, you can see they're going to have it in the future. Yeah, but in the future. No fast pass yet, which is probably why the line moved a lot quicker, because I think fast pass slows yeah. the line down for well, the people and- who are not...
1: The thing, Fast to, the thing to know, too, about single rider is if you are in the single rider line, you are guaranteed basically that you're going to be an engineer every time because, because they
0: fill up the, fi- the first the, five. and the, Yeah, to you. the
1: pilot are the first folks that fill up, then the gunners and then finally the engineers. So you'll either, you know, either they'll be like cause a lot of times you'll have parties of four or parties of two, you know, and then they'll give so,
0: you. Yeah, they'll. Two par- party two, party two, then maybe a party five. Single rider, d- you're riding in the back. It
1: does seem though like, like more, like uh, we did the single rider twice and both times. It was
0: way quicker. It was 30 minutes the first time and I think it was like 15 minutes the second time. The, it said a 130 minute wait and we got on in 15 minutes. I had a little timer yeah. going. So that was great.
1: But what I was going to say was that both times like, Someone in our party, like still got to ride with someone else that like, like one time our daughter rode with our son and then another time, like I think one of us rode with another. So like the chances of you actually riding at least with one other person in your party are, are, I'd say 50-50, you know, so anyway.
0: Yep. Um, like uh, Men in Black over at Universal. It seems like whenever we do the single rider there, we're always riding together anyway with one yeah, of us. Yeah, exactly. Or, or Test Track. Yeah. Anything that holds six people. Um, but the, the single rider line, if you don't really care about being the pilot and you just want to ride the thing quickly that was that's the way to go you'll be the engineer probably every single time but but, okay. but they give you a card and you can trade with people if if you sometimes i mean you shouldn't go hey man can i trade yeah, with you yeah i'll be your
1: probably be but the pilot <laughs> someone
0: did do that with me they were they, they didn't were, care Yeah, some guy rode he got the pilot and he goes hey i don't really care do you want to be the pilot he gave me his pilot card, and I had already been on it twice by now, and I kind of wanted to sit in the back because I wanted to shoot a video yeah. for the, for, the, yeah. for this and the and our channel. So I gave the my pilot card to someone who'd never been on it yet, mm-hmm. who got Gunner, and so these two people were, were flying it. Um, one thing I will say, um, I liked the ride more. Every time I went on it, I liked it more. I liked it the first time a lot, Yeah, but I think by the third time, uh, I liked it the most because I was, I wasn't playing the game as much. I was just kind of sitting there enjoying That's the, the thing. ride.
1: So um, here's my opinion of the ride. I I absolutely loved it. I thought it was great. Um, But the the thing is, like, if you're very into the tasks that you have to do, then you're not going to be enjoying the ride. That was much.
0: my thing. I feel like you're hitting and, these buttons and you're not enjoying. And it's kind the of flight. a choice. Like, yeah. like
1: for me, like. Like, for example, like the, um, the Toy Story ride and the, um, uh, like Buzz Lightyear and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, like you have to be watching, you know, what you're doing to get a high score like you have to be aiming for things so you're actually enjoying the the game yep in this case like the engineer for example you're paying more attention to the buttons than the screen if you want to get a high score you have to be be paying attention to your buttons not the actual ride so i I think that's kind of a it's a disservice to the riders if they like if if their priority is the score, which I mean, I'm like super competitive, so yeah, but no one's giving you money
0: for a high score, so I don't really care it, too much, right?
1: You you don't understand. You're it's a competitive, competitive. thing. <laughs> well, we usually make bets
0: on Toy Story. We're yeah, like whoever yeah. <laughs> whoever gets a high score gets to I pick don't know, dinner, p- pick dinner, or pick <laughs> yeah. the next ride, or something like that.
1: Right. So um so but so it's if, you're, me, if you usually. are competitive anyway, <laughs> if you are, I beat you in the last time. Last time we went.
0: Remember? You did. You did win that. day.
1: So sorry, I have to again competitive. Yeah. Um, so if you are super competitive, though, that's it's kind of a bummer because you're not really enjoying. So i I've, I've already made the decision. The next time I go, I'm not going to worry about my score. I'm going to focus on the ride. Now, if
0: you're the pilot, I think it's definitely fun no matter I what. I the because pilot's
1: different because you do have to actually focus on where you're going and steering. So that's like more of an inner. Like you're in it. You and know? you have the
0: best view. You're right yeah, up front. The right cockpit front. is around you. When we went but out, I, haven't,
1: I haven't had that experience yet. No, so. I haven't been a pilot I think yet. Next, I think we should wait in the long line if it's not too bad again so we can be pilots.
0: Well, the third time I did it, <laughs> I was the engineer and I just kind of, I was shooting video and I just sat in the back and I, yeah, I was hitting the button a little bit. Yeah. Just so I, you know, was kind of taking part. Yeah. I didn't want to let my team down, <laughs> but I was kind of just hanging out yeah. with the camera. Because your and, score
1: does actually impact the overall score of everyone. So if someone is really competitive and worried about that, then. You can definitely yeah, let you your team down. You don't want to be, get that one guy. <laughs>
0: Some people say being the pilot is stressful because there are people are yelling yeah. at you, stop banging into stuff. But it's kind of fun to bang into stuff because you're getting jostled around. Right,
1: and right. It's part
0: of the fun. But uh, I liked just kind of hanging back and enjoying the ride. Then I was like, whoa, this is great. It's, it was it's, a good time. great no matter what. But I agree that the more involved in the game you are, the less involved you are in enjoying, enjoying the, the ride. ride. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, all right, so enough about Smuggler's Run. So we um, we we went through some stores. We didn't eat there. We
0: didn't eat any food except we did for, get some thermal detonator. Except for our thermal detonator cokes, it tastes like regular coke. It doesn't taste like space coke. Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, and we went through some of the the shops and stuff. There's some really really cool um, shops, interactive, like great like just stuff to look and see. You know, the kind of stuff that I would really enjoy, like just enjoying the 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 land and experiencing the land if it
0: wasn't so flipping hot it was really hot the first day we were there we went back the second day
1: we went later at which night. was such a good good idea it's a different and experience
0: th- at night yeah, because it is the The mountains and rocks are lit up in like a blue yeah. light, and you see tons and tons of people walking around with those two hundred dollar lightsabers. I was surprised how many lightsabers they were selling for.
1: I know it looks like
0: a really great experience. You get to go into this shop and you get to create your own lightsaber. You pick your own hilt, the crystal, the and color.
1: Yeah, and it's not like you know the cheap little ones that you can make. In oh, it's some a substantial thing. Yeah, it feels like a real lightsaber. But
0: it's something like two hundred dollars. It
1: starts at one hundred ninety nine.
0: I was really surprised. How many I saw at that price? They look great at night. You see all yeah, waving around. We saw this one family, a family of four. All four of them had a two hundred dollar <laughs> lightsaber and they're waving around and fighting with them in front of the money yeah. and and I'm like, That's really cool. You guys must be loaded. That's really
1: cool. <laughs> That's eight hundred dollars right yeah. there. I mean, you paid
0: five thousand bucks for your trip, so what's another eight hundred dollars for a lightsaber? Yeah,
1: I guess. Um so anyway, it was it was it was a fun time. It, I, I highly recommend it. Check
0: out that store called the what was it? The Shop of Antiquities or Yeah, that um, was cool.
1: There was like a line to get in there, but it did, it moved really it fast. It moved really
0: quick. Reminded <clears throat> me similar type of deal to the um Nocturnale store. What's yeah, it Morgan um, and Burke's. Morgan and Burke's at at Universal Diagon Alley. Very kind of similar. Lots you're of cool you're stuff walking to see. in there and seeing these like Unique souvenirs and things you can buy. There's yeah. like heads on the walls of all these Star Wars animals. There's like Tauntaun heads and Wampas, stuffed Wampas yeah. in there, and kind of neat, kind of a cool place to look. And it around. was
1: interesting too because um, our son was like looking at one of them and he thought that one of them was like the um, what's the what's that animal that was in the garbage chute um, in. Wow. Oh, I was don't remember. It, I know what it Star Wars it's that little snake-looking thing that comes up. Yeah. I don't remember
0: what it was called. It probably has a name. Someone. knows Anyway,
1: name. so our son thought that one of the thing, one of the heads on the wall was that animal, and he was saying to me. And then um, a cast member came up and was like, "You know, do you have any questions?" And I said, "Well, is that you know what is that animal up there?" And and he went into this long detailed explanation of what the animal was where he lived like what That's so what crazy. his history was you know why people hunted it or whatever i mean so much information that was all fictional yeah, they they <laughs> you know, had it was all, really
0: interesting. all these cast members probably had to sit through a class oh, and, and learn absolutely. star wars lore and history and animal biology of these star wars animals and
1: yeah it was cool just
0: they can tell you where a wampa lives yeah. and it's Feeding behavior and all this stuff.
1: But long story short, it wasn't the animal from the garbage. Okay. <laughs> yes. That so, was anticlimactic. Anyway, it w- but it was cool. So um, we had a, we had a really good time. It was
0: great. Um, we're thinking about going back. Um, Maybe today, right after we record this. <laughs> yeah. We'll see, we'll We're see. We're not addicted or anything. No, I mean, it's Nuh-uh. a holiday. It's you're a, addicted. A, it's a holiday. Weekend. I'm not addicted, <laughs> you're addicted. Has this become the new Harry Potter for you?
1: No, there's no such thing as Shannon's a huge a Harry Potter. Shannon's a huge Harry Potter nerd. Yeah. Um, um, but it is really cool, and... Um, I was having a good time See so. it
0: before I don't know if it's gonna get More and more crowded I My theory
1: It'll be interesting To watch the crowds And see if they go up After the storm moves on Yep Um. Because Yeah I think it's pretty cool. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please support us by giving us a review on Apple podcasts and sharing us with your friends and family. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google play, or pretty much anywhere you download a podcast. Another more direct way you can support the show is by visiting our website, sunshine state and clicking through on the button that says, become a patron. It's a safe and secure way you can support the show. And there are different levels. Some of which will give you bonus content and even qualify you as an advertiser on the show. There's also an Amazon link on our webpage. If you click through on that link and just make your normal purchases, Amazon gives a commission to the show at no cost to you. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Our handle is at Florida podcast or search sunshine state of mind on YouTube. And be sure to check out our website at sunshinestatepodcast.com We'll see you next time.